0: You're listening to Heather Solves Everything, a show about discovering strengths and solving problems. So what are we waiting for? Let's get into it. Welcome to Heather Solves Everything. This is the show where we discover your unique strengths so that you can solve the big problems of life. I'm Heather, and my friends call me Healthy Heather because I'm a National Board Certified health and wellness coach. I work with people to help them live healthy, Balanced lives. And I especially love to work with women who are just like me high energy, ambitious, go getters, high achieving women who are seeking. Balance. I created this show to help myself live in balance and to take the lessons that my clients learn and bring them to you so that we can all create a community where we are learning how we can still go after everything we want to do while not wearing ourselves into the ground. Now, I want to make something clear this show is about balance, but balance does not mean accepting less. From yourself. It does not mean lowering your standards. It doesn't mean settling for something else in life. This show is not about changing who you are. It's not about finding a way to fit into the mold that other people have created for you or to follow their script for your life. It's about learning about who you are, what your strengths are, and how you can continue to go full steam ahead towards everything that you know is possible for yourself, but doing it in a way that fosters self-compassion and balance so that you can enjoy the fruits of your labor instead of being exhausted on the couch, like I used to be before I learned the tips and tools that I am going to share With you. Now, this show today, it's just going to be me in here talking to you. I will usually have a guest who is an expert in the field of balance personal psychology, behavior change, all of the ways that we can tap into uh, the ways that we order our own lives and the ways that we order our own minds so that we can continue to be high achievers every day. But today, it's just me and you in here because I'm going to tell you a story today about the time when one of the worst travel experiences of my life actually turned into one of the best nights of my life. So what are we waiting for? Let's get into it. Okay, the story that I'm about to tell you has been described by some of my friends as a travel nightmare. But you know what? I don't see it that way. Yeah, a lot of things went wrong. But I really enjoyed sitting in the middle of a bunch of chaos and watching this story unfold around me now imagine walking into an airport with your confirmation and your id and you give it to the gate attendant and she looks in the computer and tells you there is no reservation with your name this is what happened to me last week trying to get from new orleans to san antonio for work they had no record of my reservation And that meant no seat for me on their totally sold out airplane. But you know what a real problem solver does? Problem solvers have to know when the rabbit hole is worth going down. And in this case, I just had to get to Texas. So I managed to book myself onto another flight, thankful that I had a seat on an airplane that was leaving for Texas that afternoon. Made my way to the gate, settled in, and opened up my book being in an airport is one of the times that I can actually indulge in one of my favorite self-care rituals reading all by myself and after one delay I made it to my first connection everything seemed to be moving smoothly so I went on to my gate sat down and that's when I noticed the torrential rain that was just outside the windows And then I realized this story is about to get complicated. Sure enough, delay, delay, flight canceled. What does a problem solver do? We don't dwell in the why, why is this happening to me? We get up, we get in line, we book ourselves on another flight. I was so proud of myself, walked myself to my new gate and checked in, made sure that I had a nice comfortable spot for my two-hour wait. But then we had a delay and a delay, and a delay. And the people around me start to become enraged. They start to become frustrated. There were literally hundreds of people in line, because this wasn't just one storm that affected one plane. It was a lot of storms that affected a lot of planes. And I started to see civilization just start to crumble around me. Now, of course, I'm an extrovert. I can't ever sit in a vacuum by myself. I'm texting all of my friends and family and telling them what's happening around me. And the responses that I'm getting from them are, you must be so angry. How are you so cool about this? I would be fuming by now. But honestly, I enjoyed the opportunity to sit and enjoy the show, watching the people around me scurry around while I was able to find zen within myself and know that there is going to be a solution at the end of this story. Now, it continues with delay after delay after delay and our 920 flight finally boards at 1:30 in the morning and finally arrives at San Antonio at 2:30 in the morning. But I knew that my rental car was not going to be waiting for me. So, What does a problem solver do? I got myself an Uber and headed to my hotel. And when I walk into this beautiful hotel, the desk attendant tells me that he has no reservation in my name. Y'all, this is my fault. I had given my Uber driver the wrong hotel. But it's 3.30 in the morning. And I ask him, do you have any rooms? Can I just stay here for the night? They're booked up. And so, friends, what does a problem solver do? (laughs) I did something that I never thought that I would find myself doing. I slept, kind of slept, tried to sleep in the lobby of a hotel in San Antonio at now four o'clock in the morning. It became one of the best nights of my life because I was able to tap into a level of acceptance of my circumstances that helped me see through the chaos and that everyone around me was doing their best the situation itself was not the best but everybody there was doing their best deepak chopra is credited with saying people are doing the best they can from their own level of consciousness it's a concept that's been used to help us develop patience and compassion for others showcased in magazine articles and books and podcasts just like this one. And I love showing patience and compassion for others. It makes me feel like a really good person. It makes me feel like an evolved person. And it helps me manage my own emotions and energy. But as driven, ambitious, hardworking people, it is a lot harder to use that concept as a way to develop patience and compassion with ourselves. Have you ever noticed that? Have you noticed that it's easier to give compassion and use patience with others who are doing their best in the circumstances that they're faced with than it is to show that same compassion to ourselves, even though we are also doing our best Because you know, just as well as I do, that what we consider to be our best is way more than what others consider to be our best. For some reason, that rule doesn't apply to us, does it? It seems like not very many rules of nature apply to us. Sometimes saying, I'm doing the best that I can, sounds like an excuse. It feels like we're copping out. It feels like we're just not trying hard enough. But while I'm a firm believer that we can all do anything we set our minds to, we can't do it all at the same time. There's a limit to what we can do sometimes. And in all cases, we are doing the best that we can, considering the time, energy, and attention that we can give. I used to have a bad habit of overbooking myself. It's like I would think that I'm Hermione Granger with a time turner and somehow I'm going to be able to be in three places at once and do all the things. Despite my endless amounts of confidence and positive thinking, I would end up doing a mediocre job for everyone and depleting myself in the process. And that would lead to health problems with myself, damaging my relationships, affecting my life as a whole, all because I refused to admit that I couldn't do everything all the time. Was that my best? Was I doing my best? It certainly was not the best for the people who were relying on me, who depended on me to complete the work that I had promised to do. It was not the best for myself, but for someone who knows, who truly believes, like you and I, that we have potential beyond even our wildest dreams. It's hard to understand the difference. It's hard to accept the difference between being able to do anything and being able to do everything. What is really your best? Resisting the temptation to take on every challenge, like some kind of immortal superhero, is the real accomplishment. That resisting the temptation to take on everything is the real accomplishment accomplishment, being able and ready to sit with the feelings of self-criticism, of self-doubt, of frustration, of even worries that by not taking on all of the challenge that you are somehow less valuable is a hard thing to do. Choosing to not take the challenge is the hard thing to do. Taking the challenge is not hard. That is what you always do. That is easy. That is boring. Setting and protecting real boundaries is being the best advocate for yourself. And that is your best work. And remembering that even in that challenge, you will struggle and stumble and fall and get back up. That you are doing the best that you can be. That is the best for yourself it might not feel like your best but it will soon giving yourself this gift of compassion you can soften your heart to yourself you can quiet that voice that tells you to keep going and you can begin to trust that you can truly care for yourself this is the beginning of positive lifelong changes in your life Just like knowing that others are doing their best, just like how we give that patience and compassion to others, we can give this to ourselves. And when we do, we can see ourselves with the same mercy that we see others. I have an idea for you. When you find yourself in this struggle, stop and listen to the words that you're saying to yourself. What are you really saying what are you really telling yourself it means if you slow your role pace yourself differently and give yourself a minute and then really consider what can you gain from doing those things things like time to do a really good job one that you're really proud of the opportunity to be truly present in conversations the room to look around and see what's going on around you instead of working so hard all the time. And it's okay if at first you don't value those things. I just want you to notice them because you are worthy even if you don't finish anything today. When I sat in that airport and saw all of those problems begin, I realized everyone here is doing the best they can in the circumstance that we're in, even me. And it was hard to accept that I could not make that situation better. But because I have adopted these practices in my life, because I have learned how to give myself self-compassion and patience, I was able to finally sit, open my book, Settle in and enjoy the gift that I had been given of a little extra time to read. We're going to take a little bit of a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how we can put this in action. How can we start setting some real boundaries for ourselves? And I'm going to give you a little bit of a trick for how you can remember how to do it when the time comes. You're listening to Heather Solves' Everything. Stay with us, and we'll be right back. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying today's show, come on over to Facebook and Instagram. That's where I post all of the extra stuff, and I'd love to connect with you there. Don't go anywhere. The conversation continues right now. guys, welcome back. I'm so glad that you decided to listen to Heather Solves Everything today. You've come to the right place if you have a feeling like there is a way for you to be able to tap into the amazing power that you have within yourself to achieve all of the goals that you have in your life without wearing yourself out, without being like I was, getting checked into the hospital with exhaustion. That really happened to me because I didn't pay attention to the warning signs of my body and in my life. And in this segment, we're going to talk about how you can set boundaries for yourself. You know, we're pretty good at setting boundaries for other people to respect, We're not always good at enforcing them, but we can usually establish what they need to be. Setting those boundaries is something that we learn pretty early in life, even if we have a kind of clunky way of doing it. Have you ever heard a preschooler say, get out of my bubble? I remember when my kids were young, they would say, get out of my bubble to let me know that I was in their space. And I really... (laughs) grew to respect that and appreciate the fact that they were setting a boundary and letting me know when it was being invaded. Now, it's pretty easy for us to name the types of boundaries that we need to protect ourselves and our interests from Threats around us. We're not going to allow somebody to abuse us or someone else. We're not going to allow someone to violate our privacy or insult us for very long before we stand up and defend ourselves. But we have internal boundaries too. A lot of times, what we would never allow someone to do to us, we do to ourselves all the time. And not only do we have these emotional boundaries with ourselves, we have Physical boundaries, too. Our bodies have a threshold of how long we can be awake before we need to sleep, of how long we can be still before we have to move, of how long we can go without food before we need to eat or drink water. These are all boundaries for nourishment, connection, and love. And the only person who can violate these is us. And we do that when we consistently overobligate ourselves to others when we speak negatively to ourselves, and when we put what others want ahead of what we need. And that's a real specific distinction there. Putting what others want ahead of what we need. Now, if you consistently find yourself wondering why you can't seem to make time for the things that you need, like getting enough sleep, getting exercise, motivating yourself to follow through on those goals that you've created for your own self-care. It might be because you're not being nice to yourself. And that's the key word that I want you to think about right now. Nice. N-I-C-E. Each letter in that word stands for one step in this process for respecting your own boundaries. Being nice to yourself. N is for notice. Notice when you are approaching an internal boundary that needs to be respected. You would not tell someone else that what they need is selfish and unimportant. So why is it okay to tell yourself that? Hearing negative self-talk is one way to notice that a boundary is in jeopardy. Feeling anxious, guilty or overwhelmed are other signs that you're approaching a personal boundary that you're not respecting for yourself. This is a sign that you're putting what somebody else wants ahead of what you need. N is for notice. I is for identify. It might seem silly at first, but telling yourself what you've noticed really helps clear out the mental clutter. It can be really powerful to say something like, I just accepted another assignment that I don't have time for because they asked me to. And the impact that's having on me is I feel stressed. My heart rate has gone up. My hands are clammy. I'm breathing faster. You're identifying the impact that that intrusion on your boundaries is having on you. You're noticing how you feel and why you feel that way. Without any judgment and without evaluation of what that means about who you are, you're just noticing and identifying. C is for commitment. Once you've noticed how you feel and identified why, you got to commit to respecting that boundary i am committed to making choices that will support my health and vitality that is a powerful mantra and sometimes that means saying no to that extra assignment sometimes it means saying not now sometimes it means suggesting somebody else Sometimes it means saying no to another part of yourself, like the part that wants the glory, the part that wants the byline, the part that wants to feel like they're the one who can always take on the challenge. And rest to recover and be ready for the next challenge. C is for commitment. And then E, engage, act, do the thing. Put your foot down, steal your resolve, Take a deep breath and say, I got this. Reserve the time for yourself. Know that you are not the only person who can handle the project. Nothing changes if you don't engage with the commitment that you just made. Make sure you're being nice to yourself, just as nice as you are to everyone else by noticing, identifying committing and engaging as empathetic mature and responsible people it is completely expected and appropriate that we are going to put the needs of others ahead of our own selfless acts of kindness and compassion are part of what connects us as people and makes the world a better place but when we take it to an extreme and allow our own emotional and physical needs to deteriorate as a result no one wins I ask you, are you being nice to yourself? Are you being fair to yourself? You've made it this far, guys. I've got one more trick up my sleeve. If you're still looking for ways to respect your own boundaries, to reconsider what is your best, then stick around because when we come back, I've got three ideas for you. It's It's your thing. thing. Do what you want to do now. Hey guys, it's Healthy Heather, and I'm so excited to announce that my book is ready for you to pre-order. It's called Happy Healthy You, Breaking the Rules for a Well-Balanced Life. I wrote this book because the healthy living to-do list is short and simple. Eat healthy, exercise, get some rest, and don't stress out. But knowing and doing are two different things, so help is here. We're going to explore how to understand your values and priorities, set boundaries, create a true vision for your life, and enjoy the benefits of healthy living right now. It's a 52-week guide, your path to finding a healthy lifestyle that suits your unique needs. Each entry includes a story with inspiration and advice, as well as a journaling prompt, weekly assignment, and reflection questions. I can't wait for you to read it it'll be in stores may 2022 but you can pre-order it now wherever books are sold welcome back everybody i'm so glad you're still here you're listening to heather solves everything this is hotel v heather And today, it's just me. It's just me in here. I needed to be alone for a little while after I have been with people because I have been go, go, go. Do you ever feel like that? Do you ever feel like you're just on a conveyor belt of work? At the beginning of the show, I told you a story about a chaotic travel experience. And I know you've probably had one like that too. And I talked about how it really had the potential to put me in a super grumpy mood, could have cast a shadow on the work that I was there to do, but actually, it ended up being a really calming experience, and it put me in touch with some grit that I hadn't had to tap into for a while, and that was energizing. I like working hard. I like taking a challenge, and... If you're listening to this show i'm guessing that you do too but sometimes we take on so many of those challenges that we forget that we're people that need a break and need some rest so we talked a little bit about well i talked a little bit about how we can identify what our best really is and how we can learn how to give ourselves grace and compassion and have patience with ourselves as we become more comfortable with taking on fewer challenges, taking on less work, reminding ourselves that we are still worthy even if we are not producing. And I shared one of my tips with you, being nice to yourself, creating and protecting boundaries by being nice, noticing when we are feeling the physical signs of stress and anxiety that we are reaching a boundary that we are not respecting for ourselves, our personal needs for vitality and balance. Identifying how that makes us feel and the impact that it has on our lives, committing to protecting that boundary and protecting our own health and our own needs, and engaging with that commitment and actually taking action to protect that boundary and set a new standard for how we treat ourselves. And it all sounds good on paper, right? I mean, in a perfect world, we'd be able to just say no to the additional work, pass on the opportunity, and then we would just evolve, right? We would just be fine with it. But the reality is sometimes we're not fine. I remember my mom advising me when I was a kid, to not worry about things that I couldn't control. And that made no sense to me. The things that I couldn't control were what infuriated me the most. The fact that I couldn't control something, I couldn't manipulate, I couldn't influence, I couldn't do something to change the circumstances was just not okay with me. I mean, I thought I could control anything if I worked hard enough, right? If I just planned better, if I was more organized, if I had every single option available to me, then I would be able to control the circumstances that I was in. Right? Wrong. Accepting that I could not control things just because I was a hard worker was discouraging. I mean, can't anything be possible with hard work and perseverance? There was good news, of course. There's the category of things that I could not control. There is the category of things that I could control. And there was a third category. Things that could happen and I'm still okay. What I consider to be my best has changed a lot over time. I used to think that my best was nothing short of the ideal. It took some time for me to identify what was my personal best? What was my personal definition of success? And I invite you to do the same thing by remembering these three things. First, ask yourself, what would success feel like? Ignore what others are doing. Ignore what your brain might tell you you should be able to do. And truly ask yourself, in this circumstance, with the restraints that I have right now, and with the life that I'm living right now, what would be considered success? Second, think about that conveyor belt. Have you seen that episode of I Love Lucy where Lucy and Ethel are in the chocolate factory? I know that you know what I'm talking about. When it first starts, everything is fine. The conveyor belt is moving, the chocolate is coming down the belt, and they're able to pick up the pieces of chocolate, wrap them up, And put them into the box and everything is moving at a pace that makes it possible for them to do it but then as we know the conveyor belt starts to move faster and they start to have to move faster and then it becomes faster still and eventually they are not able to keep up any longer We begin to see them starting to cut some corners and we all do that when we're under pressure. We've all been there when we don't want to let anyone down and so we work harder and faster but we can't do the same quality work that we could if we were working at a reasonable pace. We see them miss some pieces of chocolate. We see some of them be haphazardly wrapped and some of them they're just shoving into their mouths. And we laugh because we all have been there. We know how that feels. But honestly, they're doing their best and you're doing your best too. The real key, the real healing in this situation comes from step number three. Reflect and look for growth. I know that it's hard to accept when you feel that you haven't done your absolute best work. But I'm here to tell you that there is always growth. When you are able to take a moment to reflect back on the experience that you've just had and look for, look for where you had growth, you'll be able to come away from that experience feeling positive, empowered, and energetic for what's ahead. You are doing your best right now, right where you are. And I look forward to hearing about what your best is for you. Well, we did it guys. We solved another problem. I'm so glad that you came here today for this episode, and I hope that you'll tune in for more. Heather Solves Everything is always a place where you can show up and do your best, whatever that means for you today. Now, remember, you can stay in touch with me and the show on Facebook. Just look for Heather Solves Everything. And if you have a problem to solve, just visit heathersolveseverything.com and click on Solve My Problems to submit a show topic idea. And we will get it done together. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope that something great happens for you today. I'm Healthy Heather, and I'm always here to help you solve everything. To connect with Heather and find out more about today's show, just look for Heather Solves Everything on Facebook and Instagram. With a little help from your friends, you can solve everything too.